Well, it's really unfortunate that they chose to misrepresent the picture of what is really happening in our schools. The provinces are working to improve the situation in our schools when it comes to school infrastructure. And uh, the plans that came into place from 2013 were norms and standards for school infrastructure to standardize uh, the basic uh, things that should uh, make us say this is a school. But it doesn't mean that the work had been waiting for the plans to be um, to, to be published and become regulations. So it is it is it isn't correct for anyone to claim that we're not doing any work when the numbers are there. They are showing that in the Eastern Cape alone, the province with the most number of mud schools, we have since built uh, close to 90 brand new schools in the place of mud schools, and around the country we've built over 120 bringing schools to the place, schools built of inappropriate structure. So it is really concerning that people choose to make such statements. I, I guess what they're saying is that uh, the department has not given much attention to implementation. They, I'm sure they, they, they do concede that some work has been done, but it's the pace that is concerning. Yes, the pace is based on, on a real situation. You know, you cannot have water in a province that is dry. I mean, there's no way you can have uh, services where they are not available. You need to wait for the right department to bring those services to that particular area. Some of the things have nothing to do with education. If you talk about electricity, for example, it's not our business, but for us it's to speak to the department that is responsible for that to ensure that that service is brought to our um, to our schools. And those departments have their own priorities. All that we've done now is to inform them to prioritize education. When we talk about water, the Department of Water Affairs is there, water and sanitation is there working on such things. So we have to coordinate all this work with the relevant departments while we continue to, to provide for what we can as a Department of Basic Education. We, the minister appointed a, a, a DDG responsible for, for infrastructure. We created a new branch for infrastructure, so there can be a specific focus from the department on school infrastructure. So to say nothing has been done, we're not paying much attention, it's incorrect because she announced, even at the budget vote speech, the, the appointment of Dr. Mpumele Lomabula, who is the head of infrastructure, a branch which is newly formed, which was never there before. Mm. So for you to say we're not paying attention when there's a new branch that was created to address exactly the problem you're raising, it makes no sense. Well, not me, equal education, raising it. But, Elijah, let's look at, uh, they are also saying that they spoke to the minister last year about how she plans to fix uh, dangerous school buildings, uh, which are mostly built from mud, wood, asbestos, and and so on. And she promised a response by January 2015. They say uh, that response never came. That's, That's also nonsense. You know, equal education, we contacted them and we informed them that the plans from all the provinces on how they were going to tackle the issue of school infrastructure were available. And as I speak to you now, they're, they're on the website. Those plans detail exactly the approach that provinces are going to take to make sure that they deal with infrastructure in, in schools. So if anyone wants to know the work that the provinces will be doing, it's all there. It's on the website. It's freely available for anyone to check the progress that is being made. But do that against 
the budget that has been set aside. We've always been saying that we do not have the resources to solve all the problems at exactly the same time. In fact, it is practically impossible for that type of work to happen because we have to appoint private companies. Some of them are not reliable to come and do the work. We have to work with communities. Some of them, their community protests. And as a result of what happens in those communities, we have to stop the work that we, that we are doing. So there's a whole lot of things that are happening. It's not just a matter of the department waking up to build a thousand schools to, to clear all the mud schools in one place. It doesn't work like that. There are practical imperatives that must be taken into account when doing this work. It's a huge challenge. We are committed to it. And we will go around the provinces. We know exactly the challenge and we're tackling it. All right. Let's uh, change gear now, Mr. Mklanga. Anna. What's the latest insofar as that is concerned? As far as ANA is concerned, as a department, we are moving already the preparations to conduct ANA first to the 4th of December this year. And who will be invigilating? Because the teachers are saying, no, we are not. We have over 400,000 teachers. Um, some of them are not members of unions. Others are members of the unions, but they are saying... We hear the leadership is calling for a boycott, but we differ with the leadership. We want to administer ANA, and we are going to do so. And we continue to get calls affirming a commitment on that point exactly. And also the school governing body federations that represent all our 25,000 schools have come out in full support of the decision by CEM to hold the annual national assessment first week of December. And that commitment from the SGBs means that all our schools will be in a position to administer ANA. In those cases where people are not able to do so, we request them not to interfere with the rights of those people that want to, to, to administer ANA. So as far as the department is concerned, we are going ahead with the annual national assessment first week of December.